Hi, this is Craig Tim. Thank you so much for joining me again today. As you know, we are here to listen to God's Word, to listen to helping us overcome worries and doubts, fears, to live by His promises as He shares His Word and how we can live the Christian life each day. Today's message is titled Restlessness versus Unrest. Let me, let me ask you a question here to start. Is being restless the same as having unrest? Well, actually it all depends. Are we looking for specific definitions or are we analyzing semantics here? See, if we look at the word restless, I see is that we are experiencing less of rest. And unrest, that says that we are unrested. So when we look at the two words in that way, both of them have basically the same meaning, saying that we are lacking proper rest. I, I, I really, I, I just don't understand then why society struggles with these two words so much. It's apparent that if everyone got the proper rest that they needed each day, we wouldn't need to be having these kind of conversations today, now would we? Oh, you know that I'm joking here. Right? You do? Actually, maybe I'm being a little sarcastic too. Anyway, let's begin by dissecting the word restlessness for a few moments. See, restlessness is the state of being unable to rest, either physically or mentally. And restlessness can be caused by physical conditions such as too much caffeine, uh, by emotional stressors such as anxiety or exhilaration, or, or even apprehension. And then the synonyms like unease and discontent, well, that narrows down that definition even more. But that being the case, I want to look at a few causes of restlessness and discover what the Bible says about them. How about it? Restlessness has been a part of the human experience since civilization began. And part of God's curse on Cain for murdering his brother Abel was this. You will be restless wanderer on the earth. That's Genesis 4.12. Cain would never find rest and peace in any one place again for what he had done. And forging our way in this hostile world can cause for many sleepless nights, right? How in the world are we going to handle the hostility that we see every day? But Psalm 42.11 describes restlessness like this. Why are you in despair, O my soul? And why have you become disturbed within me? David goes ahead and tells one of his restless nights in Psalm 6.6, I am worn out from my groaning. All night long I flood my bed with weeping and drench my couch with tears. Would it not comfort us to know that great men and women who were used mightily by God, they also struggled with bouts of restlessness, just as you and I do. Mental restlessness can have several causes, and the Bible addresses them too. Of course, we don't have time to read all of them today, so I'm going to take a look at just a few of them and see what they do for you. How about worry? Worrying about what might happen is a greater problem for some than others, but we've all experienced it in our lives. Worry 
as simply previewing the future without God in it. The worry is actually just the opposite of faith. So when we find ourselves worrying, we need to confront it with truth. Find passages of scripture that address God's sovereignty over our problems. And this gives us a solid foundation which to battle the worry we've taken on. Jesus told us not to be surprised at the trials we go through. And he reminded us that he has overcome the world. In John 16.33 he says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. So, when we choose to rest in his promises instead of our own fears, restlessness is calmed like the seas at sunrise. How about discontent? We can also become discontent in our restlessness as the sparks ignite when we compare our situation with that of someone else, right? The flaunting of those celebrity lifestyles and those sports figures, it gives, gives us constant exposure to bigger-than-life realities that we may wish upon the stars for us to be like them sometimes. After watching several episodes of Celebrity Homes, if you've ever watched it, you will find out that your own place begins to look like a little shack and is worthless. How about watching the makeovers, the car commercials? How about lottery winners on TV? All of this can breed a restless discontent with what God has given you. Paul challenges us in Philippians 4, 11-13, with his decision to be content in whatever circumstances he finds himself. And his cure for this restless discontent was that he could do all things through Christ who strengthened him. Is that you? Are you content in whatever circumstances you find yourself in. The cure for this discontent you feel is to refocus upon the high calling of God rather than on the world's low offerings. And when we begin to view material things as more desirable than spiritual things, we've just cultivated a garden of bitter fruit known as restlessness. God's answer is thankfulness. When we choose to express gratitude to the Lord for all he has given us, our restless discontent will ease as the winds diminish after the storms pass by. And then there's inactivity. In the case of inactivity, believe it or not, restlessness can be a good motivator. When we finally get sick and tired of feeling that way, we find ourselves ready to plunge into whatever God is calling us to do. And when we become spiritually restless, the cure is to allow the Holy Spirit to fill us, just as stated in Ephesians 5.18, where he says, Do not get drunk on wine. This leads to debauchery. Debauchery, sorry, debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. He then empowers us to step out in obedience. And when we are filled with the power of Christ, we cannot be silent no more. We cannot be satisfied with complacency and lack of fruitfulness because He isn't. In John 15, verses 1-8, through 8, Jesus teaches us that He is the vine and we are the branches. He says, if you remain in me and I in you, 
you will bear much fruit. But when you're apart from me, you can do nothing. This is my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit. Restlessness due to apathy can be cured when we engage in the eternal work God has given us to do. Just as it says in Matthew 28, 19. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Now, there are times when God gives us a preemptory warning so that we can make wiser choices rather than suffer the consequences of wrong ones, right? Restlessness can be caused by uneasy feelings within our spirits that have spared us many from catastrophe. Uh, for, for example here, a college student senses that she should not walk home a certain way that she normally always takes from class at night. So she takes a different route only to read the very next morning about a murder that happened at the time she would normally have been in that same area. How about the businessman? He cannot get peace about a pending merger. He just It just does not sit right in his spirit. So he cancels the offer. Oh, it would have been great for his business. He canceled the offer. And the next year, the company with whom he almost did business with went bankrupt. And he is saved millions by listening to the Spirit. And the Lord can use our spiritual sensitivity to warn us, prepare us, otherwise inform us of what he wants us to know. When we live with sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, we learn to heed the still, small voice that we sometimes hear when we're listening. A.W. Tozer, in his best-selling book, The Pursuit of God, he calls this discernment spiritual receptivity. And when we fine-tune our spirits to walk in tune with God's Spirit, our receptivity to His voice grows stronger and stronger. And when we sense His warning about a chosen activity, we welcome that kind of restlessness. Seasons of restlessness are part of being human. But if the restlessness continues, we should examine the reasons for it. Discontent with the lukewarm state of Christianity Sorrow over our own lack of commitment or sense that God is preparing us for something else can all cause these kind of restlessness. But each of those causes has a solution. God does not want you to live in a continual state of restlessness. Does your spirit feel at peace? Are you somewhat restless today yourself? Does something fight inside of you for your attention but you just can't put your finger on it? Usually when I feel this way, God's trying to tell me something. He's trying to get my attention. Are you feeling restless? It could be that God is trying to tell you something also. As Christians, we often hold the mindset that we must sacrifice to please God. Doesn't God want me to sacrifice my time and talents for others in need? Isn't that what he's asking me to do? 1 Samuel 15.22 puts obedience and sacrifice in perspective, though. It says, Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as he delights in obeying the voice of the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of rams. Obedience, one day at a time, even when it doesn't make worldly sense.
I discovered that God's call, most of the time, doesn't make sense from our worldly perspective. But I've also found time and time again that when I'm stressed, frustrated, too busy, and irritable, I need to sit quietly. I need to sit quietly, quietly, and listen to the one who is trying to show me the better way. So let me ask you, how are you doing with God? Do you have time to be with him? Oops, wow, sorry. A better way to say that is, do you make time to be with him? Not do you have time, do you make the time to be with him? That's the challenge. Are you able to do the things that you are passionate about? Or are you just too busy? I believe God has given you those passions and giftings for an eternal purpose. That's why you have them. Now, it might not always be for money, but it is definitely for the kingdom. Has God been whispering in your spirit? Wisdom. To let something go, maybe. Do you know the feeling of an unsettled heart? And despite all your blessings, do you still... Find yourself in a fight with a restless heart. Where did it come from, you ask? Something inside isn't right, though. Everything in life looks beautiful and lovely, perfect to anyone else. Right? But often we feel this restlessness even though life isn't too bad. Things are good, but we just can't shake the feeling that something is amiss or needs to be fixed. Sometimes our circumstances are terrible and we know exactly why we can't find peace or think we know the culprit. But through the years, I learned something about restlessness myself. Whenever I have it, I know I need to seek God. I need to go to him with my restless heart and ask him for an answer. It's really tempting to call friends and ask their advice, but only God sees my heart. They don't. Only the Lord knows the root of my restless feelings. So I pray. I pour into the word. Studying scripture allows me to hear from him in a quiet environment. And I pray more. And I listen more. And I worship with him. As my worship music is playing, it draws me away from my distractions. It sets the mood for me to hear God's message the way he wants me to hear it. I confess my discontent to him. I cry out for a word to hold on to and meditate on. Confession, as you know, opens a door to his healing, his freedom, and his purpose for us. There's always a root to the restlessness. So I ask God to show me what it is. It may be unforgiveness. It may be distrust of God himself and and, and the unbelief of his plans he has for me. Often, though, God allows us to experience restlessness to get our attention. It draws us to him in our desperation to find peace. I have a couple of scriptures that teach their own story about trusting God and working past your restlessness to having the peace with him and, and yourself. I'm sorry, I've 
I feel the Lord speaking to me right now that I, I'm supposed to stop here. I'm supposed to stop here because of what, what we've been talking about. We all have worries. We've all been discontent. We've all been restless. And, and, and what is it that we're restless about? What are we looking for? I think that we need to pause here so that you can step back and meditate on what God has shared so far here. There's plenty of time. We'll, we'll continue this on, on another episode, the, the next one that I do. I'll, I'll just continue on with what he's given me to share. But I think right now we need to just step back. Lord, I pray that, 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 that we can hear you. That, that you put us in a position to be quiet. To where we can hear your words. That we can not have the worries. That we find the truth to get us past that. That we choose your promises instead of the fears and the worries that sometimes consume us, depending on what's going on in life. Lord, give us this peace. Help us to see this. Help us to understand the restless states that we're into and why we're there, because all of them have a root cause. Help us to overcome that and to hear everything you have. Let us fine-tune our spirits so that we can walk in one with your spirit, Lord. Help us become stronger each day with that and to know that your word is what matters. Thank you, Lord, for this message. I ask the, the listeners to to, to give me forgiveness and, and that I did not get to do the whole thing because I just feel that, that, that we need to stop and we need to seek you in this area right now. In Jesus' name, amen. As I said, I will continue this on another episode, but I want you to step back now. I want you to focus on what God is telling you from what we've been talking about today. Until next time, blessings to you. Bye-bye.